You are now tuned in to the Real Beauty and Business Podcast. Listen up. Welcome everyone. This is Kayla Chanel. We are back for another episode of the Real Beauty and Business Podcast. And we have the beautiful Ashley sitting down with us today to share her story. And we are so excited. Like super, yes. super, super excited. Uh, we've been waiting for this day. So Ashley, how we do it around here, we always tell folks, can nobody introduce you better than yourself? So we yes. like and take it away. Okay. Um, I'm not really good at introducing myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so my name is Ashley and um, I'm known as the beauty guru on Instagram. Um I'm a hairstylist, I'm a mother, I'm a friend, I'm a daughter. Um, a lot of people say I, I'm an inspiration to them. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much just me. But I definitely wear many hats. Um, I'm not just a hairstylist or the beauty guru. Um, you know, I wear many hats. So yes, well, we'll definitely get into that. So kind of tell us a little bit just I guess take us back. Take us back to where it all started for you. Like, how did you get involved in the beauty industry? Like, where did that start? Um, so I've been I've been gifted with the ability to do hair since I was very very young. Um, <laughs> it came about um, unfortunately because I used to hate my auntie. She used to do my hair. And she used to make me cry, and I hated it, and so I took it upon myself to, you know, teach myself. So, um, yeah, I, I taught myself how to braid. Um, I used to practice on the back of my, like, you know, your little kitchen in the back. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I used to just be in class, like, I was, what, like, fourth, fifth grade, and I, like, started to just, like, braid my hair, like, in my kitchen area. So random, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, t- I taught myself how to braid, and um, ever since then, the gift has just, and the talent has followed me. Um, I used to do um, classmates' hair in like middle school, high school, during basketball games, or after school, during lunch. You know, that's what I was known for. Like I always, Ashley was the one. Oh, she could braid you up, or she do your hair, and you know, so. Um, that's where it really much started. I didn't know that I would become a hairstylist. Like, you know, growing up, I didn't, nobody really talked to me about passion or, um, you know, what are you going to be when you grow up or you should, nobody pressured me into like doing something with my life. You know, I always knew I wanted to, but I didn't know what it would be like. And and nobody ever had those conversations with me. So Mm -hmm. I didn't know what that looked like or, you know, what goals or what, um, things should I be doing to set myself up for success? So Mm -hmm. God has literally like guided me the whole, the whole way. Um, Um, he just made things happen and it's been all in divine order. So, but yeah, I would have never thought I would become a hairstylist. Um, so yeah. So after you, I guess, got done with high school, did you just go straight into a salon? What What was that next direction for you with not having any type of guidance? Where did you go? Um. So I got pregnant with my son after high school, um, my first year in college. Um, 
it was actually around this time, 10 years ago, (laughs) I found out that I was pregnant uh, with my son. I'm 19. I'm going to community college. At the time, I was going to school to become a a dental assistant. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, after I had him, I just I just remember thinking, like, okay, what am I about to do with my life? Like, Mm. I wanted to I was doing dental school because in high school um uh I was taken in by a family and uh, the grandmother was a dentist she had her own practice and so we had a job with her so we would help her you know at her dentist office file um make appointments file charts set up her her trays for like her clients and stuff and I always figured like oh this job is like you know it's not too easy it's not too hard you know so Mm. I was like you know, I'm gonna keep doing it. Like, I didn't have a problem with it. Like, I, I liked it, you know, like I said, right. I'm kind of rebellious. So like, I don't like things that are like too hard, because I like to kind of like do my own thing. Right. So I was just like, this is perfect. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was after I had him. Um, I don't know if I went right back to school after I had him. But I just remember him being like, about like six months. And I just was sitting in my room and I'm just like what am I about to do in my life like what's next like and I like I said I always knew I wanted to do something like I knew I wanted to I knew greatness and like success was in me because it's all I ever thought about all I ever dream daydreamed about you know doing big things and going big places I just didn't know what it was so um Mm -hmm. I remember a few people that I um grew up with they had been had just graduated um from hair school and I'm from Ann Arbor Michigan so we have um Aveda right downtown Ann Arbor so I was like okay well they went to do it and I am you know I'm semi I I knew I wasn't like super great at it but you know I know how to do hair you know I've been doing it since I was a little girl you know why not you know right you know so yeah I went I applied for a cosmetology school and I was accepted and yeah, the rest is, you know, history. <laughs> wow. Isn't that crazy how just things work out? Like, that's something that I believe probably is your gift, right? Like, you've been doing yeah. it, playing around with it since your childhood, mm-hmm. and that turned into something that you're giving back now, right? That you right. do essentially full-time. So, I think that's crazy how it just kind of came back full circle after having a child. Something about having a kid that will make you really just be like, okay, what am I about yeah. to do? What yes. am I about to do? Because it's not just about you anymore, right? Exactly. When it's you, you can kind of like go with the flow, just live whatever, but now you have a whole human being that's depending on you. That's a yes. lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah. Lot- and I, I came from poverty, and like, and like I said, I knew I wanted to do something with my life. I just, like I said, I didn't have the guidance or the tools or the resources to, you know, to do it I mean they came along but you get what I'm trying to say like nobody I didn't have the blueprint you know I've, I've been mm-hmm. figuring it out all on my own you know my whole life you know so mm-hmm. yeah well kudos to you because oh, I know you. it's not always easy but you definitely are you're doing it you're doing it so that's thank awesome thank you um so you've now you're at this point you've decide to go to school beauty school and I'm not I'm assuming that you finish and everything so um what was that next step for you um after finishing beauty school 
Um, so after finishing beauty school, um, I wanted to just dive right into it. Um, especially I, I would hear stories about, you know, people who went to hair school and then they like give it a rest because when you, when you graduate hair school, you know, especially when you young and you hungry, you like, I'm ready to get this money. Like, you know, you see what this industry has to offer because, you know, you see people come in who give classes and they talk about where they start from and where they are now. And you just looking at them like you, you're not looking at the process that it took to get to where they are right now. But Mm -hmm. all I see is dollar signs at that time. I was like, Oh, I'm hungry. Like I'm ready to get to the money. And after I got done, um, a lot of, I would hear a lot of people, um, say, you know, that the money isn't, is slow in the beginning. So they end up reverting to something else to make ends meet. And then they never go back to doing mm-hmm. care because in the beginning, it take a lot of sacrifice and a lot of patience and a lot of, you know, putting that, that work in to, you know, get to those places where the people who you admire are so mm-hmm. um fresh out of hair school um I just dove right into it um I, I had already applied for some uh, salon assistant jobs <clears throat> excuse me um before I graduated hair school they had like a career fair where they have like you know local hair salons come or whatever so I had already applied for some um places and um, one had reached out to me like, hey, we see, you know, we, we looked at your application and we see you graduated now, you know, would you like to do an interview? And so I was like, of course, like, let, I'm, I'm down. So right. <laughs> um, I assisted at the my first salon. Um, I don't even think I was there a year. I think I was there for about 10 months. And, you know, the young, hungry, rebellious me, I hated assisting, like, because I, like I said, I always knew I had like this gray. I'm I'm ready to get my feet wet. Like I felt like I learned everything I needed to learn. Like I got it. Like I'm ready to take, you know, clients and you know. But I ended up uh, getting fired from that job. <laughs> Why? You just been too serious or what? You just like shoot. I'm not doing it. Like no, it didn't discourage me. Um, actually, no. I'm sorry. After I I, I graduated hair school, I started working at um a nail spot because when you go to cosmetology school you learn how to do nails hair um and esthetician work so Mm -hmm. after after hair school I somebody told me um about a little gig called it was a I don't know if you remember the chain of love manicure pedicures excuse me yeah so I worked there for about um how long did I work there I worked I probably worked there for about six or eight months and then that's when that other salon calls me and you know because hair was my passion so I was still doing hair you know from my kitchen and going to people's houses and stuff after um Mm -hmm. after hair school because I still do like people from high school I still have clients from back then so you know that I would still have like side gigs like that for hair but Mm -hmm. the nail the nail spot was like my main like money maker job like so when they called me to hair, you know, that's my, that's my passion. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do it. But yeah, I got, I got fired. It, I didn't, get, I wasn't discouraged. Like I remember crying in the car 
like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And I think I, I was in my first apartment. And of course I have my son, like, how am I going to pay my bills? Oh my gosh. But I end up going back to the nail spot because I left on good terms with the nail spot. Um, mm-hmm. So I just went to a different location and um, yeah, I just got right back to work. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> Still got to make that money. Yes. So when, um, so I guess when was, I guess the big click for you to get out of, you know, working as an assistant or working for somebody, you know, the nail salon, like to be able to just do your own thing. Um, it took me a minute. Um, I think it, it was a few years. So I, I graduated hair school in 2013. I think 2015 was the year when I took the big step and um, decided to work at a salon full time. And that be, you know, basically in self-employment. Mm-hmm. Um, it took a lot for me to do it because I remember I was working at, I was still just doing here in my kitchen, but then I was working at a different nail spot at this time in the mall. And um, I remember somebody um the first salon as self-employed like doing booth rent um the, I knew the salon owner because we worked at a um worked at another job together and she's like I'm about to open up my own salon you know I would love for you to come work with me da, da, da. so I'm like okay like I'm gonna think about it and I was so I was nervous because at the time like like I said like you have a kid and you got bills to pay like so where I was working, like I was getting that guaranteed check every week, like a certain right. it was guaranteed the certain amount every week. And right. um that was like I think that was like my first like big step of like faith. Mm-hmm. Um I remember like I think I had like twelve hundred dollars in my bank account and which was nowhere near how much my bills was. <laughs> right, right. Uh, and I just remember uh, being on break and I was talking to my boyfriend and I was just like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I don't know. And I was just so fearful. And he was just like, he definitely encouraged me. Like, you won't never know if you don't do it, Ashley. And, I was right. like, and he was just like, you have to bet on yourself. And that's what I did. You know, I have been doing it thus far. You know, why stop? Right. Right. And it, it's like, it's, it's. That is kind of scary because you, like you said, you're going from something that's consistent to something you have no idea of, like, if you're going to be able to make enough this week. But if you don't believe in yourself, how can anyone else believe in yourself, you know, exactly. um, to believe in you? So I think it, it's very scary. But to do it, once you do it, I feel like a lot of times you realize, wow, that was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It might yeah. have been hard sometimes, but the reward is so much greater in the end and you just get through it. You just got to get that, that tough part. So once you took that leap of faith and started in the salon full time, like talk to us about that. I just, I can't even imagine. Like I can't. (laughs) Um, so, uh, let's see. I'm full time. You know, putting walking by faith, not by sight. Um, you know, some weeks I will only make a hundred dollars, other weeks I would make three hundred, and then next week is I will definitely say, like, 
faith really like got me through like that first that first year of being self-employed um because it was sometimes I'm like I don't even know how I'm about to pay my rent like (laughs) yeah um it was tough it took a lot of uh, it took a lot of faith and just a lot of trusting in the process Mm -hmm. um it was it was tough it was definitely tough did you do anything in particular? Like, did you journal during that time? Did you pray a lot more during that time? Like, were you out passing out flyers to get new business? Like, what were you doing to kind of keep yourself together? Um, yeah, my, my, my walk with God has always been very strong. Um, so yes, I'm, I'm praying. Uh, was I journaling? I think so. I, I've always been a journal, journal, I don't know if that's a word. Today, <laughs> um, <laughs> right? I've always um been into like writing my thoughts down and journaling and stuff. So I'm pretty sure I was doing that. Um, but at the time I was, like I said, I was at the the salon, and the owner she um was really big on like promotion. So she kind of like uh gave me like tips and stuff that I should do like post this, do sale, you know, post sales, basically like bringing in that attraction, you know, mm-hmm. putting in that buzz so that you can get more than just your high school friends to come sit in your chair, you know. So I really started us- utilizing um, Instagram, mm-hmm. where before I was, I only used to post, just to post pretty pictures, selfies, my baby, you know, inspirational quotes, where now I'm, I was, I'm utilizing a tool to, um, further my business, so, yeah, I would still be posting selfies, and my son, and scriptures, but I had to really work that resource of the internet, and start promoting myself, like I said, you know, if I'm a bet on myself, I'm a bet on myself, so, yeah, um, I definitely will say, like, when you get when you are starting something, you definitely need like mentors or coaches or friends or people who know more than you. You know, mm-hmm. that's also why I've gotten where I am and what I really like. I'm really big on like I've always been attracted to people who knew more than me. You know, mm-hmm. I never think or thought I had it all together or, you know, I knew too much. Um mm-hmm. I was always, I'm always attracted to people who have things that I want and not in a jealous way. It's just, oh, you have that or you're here. That's where I want to be. So, hey, you know, let me pick your brain or let me talk to you or, you know, can you show me like what to do? Can you help me? Right. So, um, definitely, that's definitely a big key factor in any field, you know, not just the hair field or the beauty industry, you know, anything you're doing, you definitely want to, you know, keep yourself in contact with people who know more than you. So then that way you're always gaining knowledge and always becoming better. Hey, let's take a quick break from this episode. We will continue in just a moment, but first let's hear a word from our sponsor. You know, if you're like most beauty professionals, keeping track of your calendars, social media, customer service, and financials can be a bit of a mess. Sifting through the multiple emails and text messages, bank statements and product shipments, it can really be hard to understand how your business is really doing. Luckily now, there is Hair Craves, the one-stop shop for beautypreneurs ready to scale. Hair Craves brings together the key things to become a successful business. Oh, 
By the way, did we mention it's an app? You download it, edit your profile, and we go to work for you. You'll be able to manage all of your appointments in one place, sell products and services, reduce your no-shows, stress-free payment process, reminders, gain more exposure, and recapture anywhere from 10000 to 20000 you are missing out on each year. Again, did we mention this is all in an app? Download it, sign up today, and you can save time, grow your business, and obtain the success you desire. Agreed. I definitely agree with that. I, there's this one... Um, one mentor I have who broke it down to me this way, and I absolutely love it that he explained it this way, but um, it's about time and relationships with people. And he said, he suggests or recommends that you spend a third of your time or 33% of your time with people who, I'm not necessarily that you're better than, but you are ahead of them, right? Mm-hmm. So that you a chance to mentor and give back what you have learned yeah and a third of your t- another third of your time you spend with people that's kind of on the same level you guys are you know got the same goals you're trying to get to the same mm-hmm. place like you have common interests that you can kind of feed off of each other learn from each other and things like that and mm-hmm. then another third of your time should be people that are 10 15 20 years you know ahead of you where you want to be because that's good opportunity for you to learn from them right for them to pour into you and when he explained that to me I was like wow yeah that's good (laughs) I never thought about it that way yes it makes so much sense in the world so you kind of get like a balance of everything in your life of you know when you give you shall receive right so Mm -hmm. you giving your time somebody else is going to be willing to give their time to you so um, I think that was a great way that he explained it but I'm happy you brought that up Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm really, really big on that. And I, and now hindsight, you know, it's 2020 looking back. Um, I didn't know that that's what I was even doing or that's what God was doing, you know, Mm. um, subconsciously I was doing things and I was learning things that, um, benefited me. And I didn't even know, you know, like I said, divine connections, divine order, you know, so I didn't even know what was going on. That's why I'm super big on like, I really just been walking this thing and figuring it out as I go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I just got chills yeah. <laughs> when you said that. Like, I, I could definitely understand that. So you did hit on two points that I want to just, you know, touch back on. So the first one was um, Instagram and social media and how you use that to pretty much get more clientele. So for someone who's, you know, in that boat that you were in back in 2015 right now who's trying to figure out navigating social media to try to figure out how to you know advertise themselves and market their business can you give some examples of different like techniques or strategies or skills that you use that they could implement today in their business yeah um definitely you just want to put yourself out there um um, I, I will say like, it's some things that now that I'm older, like I'd be like, Oh, or like, okay. So like, let's say posting, for example, now I, I, uh, I picked up a bad habit of, Oh, I don't want to flood my timeline because you know, people nowadays over the last what, five years, people will make you feel bad for constantly like promoting yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. So 
I've picked up a bad habit of like, oh, I don't want to flood timelines or I don't want to do too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause mm-hmm. you know, that's the thing right now. Like, oh, you do it. They do it too much. She do it too much. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's, all that is, is the devil just discouraging you and keeping you stagnant. But mm-hmm. you know, like I said, hindsight is 2020. But back then, um, I was posting every day, um, multiple times a day. Um, and I would say, do that now. Like, who is gonna root? For, like we said in the beginning, who's gonna root for you if you're not rooting for yourself? So, and I and I tell people this all the time. Like, post, um, contact people, um, promote sales. You know, um, I haven't ran a sale in let's see, I want to say maybe three or four years or something like that. Well, three years I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't have to anymore, but in the beginning I had to. Okay, come get a silk wrap for thirty five dollars. You know, mm. now I would never do that. <laughs> 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 but it it brings people in, and when you're a beginner like that, you gotta it. You have to. Both parties have to get something from it. You know what I'm saying? Like, just okay. like they're betting on you, you know, they're, they're hoping that you're going to do a decent job. And then if you're charging at this cheap rate, you know, they're getting a, a, a cheap price and they're betting on you and they're believing in you and trusting you. And that's mm-hmm. a big thing when it comes to, you know, the um, client and hairstylist relationship, it's a lot of trust, you know, they're trusting you with their hair, like something that's sacred to them. So, um, in the beginning, you definitely, it's nothing wrong with, with posting some, some sales or, you know, eventually, cause you're going to get to a point where you're not going to have to do sales or you, you'll, then it'll be like, oh, okay, it's been a minute since I did a sale. Let me get a rush, you know, of people in or business is a little slow this month. So I'm going to do a sale or, you know, whatever. So definitely don't be discouraged or embarrassed about, you know, having a sale, especially as a beginner, you got to start somewhere. You need clients, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And once you get them in your seat, then that's where you really shine, you know? Uh, It's it's just a matter of getting as many people as possible in your seat because that gives you more opportunities to gain new clients. Yeah. Especially Uh, when they come back. Once they come back, you pretty much have them. Yeah. Yeah. How do you get them to come back? Um, I would definitely say just being yourself, be authentic, um, and really just love on hair. Like, I think for a while, like, people, and even I can attest to this, like, I remember getting so caught up in the money that I kind of lost the love aspect. And Mm -hmm. once I noticed that, I'm like, okay, I got to reel it back in, like, Yes, money is important and we need it, you know, to survive and, you know, live our lives, but it's not the end all be all, you know. So I had to kind of get go back to my roots and get back into the passion and the love side of the hair. And people see that. They yeah. see when you when you're not into it and they see when you are. Um, I remember I was in a very like difficult, dark time in my life in it it showed through my work, you know, and it showed through my interactions with my clients. And, you know, I lost some clients because of it, you know. So people, your clients can see, you know, when you've done your best and when you have it. For sure. Absolutely. It definitely makes a difference. So I'm glad you hit on that point. 
The other point that I wanted to hit on, you talked about mentorship. Um, for those who are out there who don't feel like they have a mentor or looking for a mentor, do you have any advice on how for how they can find a mentor? Um, I know that a, a lot of your experience have kind of happened as you lived life, but mm-hmm. um, how someone who's intentionally looking for a mentor, what, what advice would you give them around that? Um, it took me a very long time to actually find like, like a real like mentor. Um, and what I've learned is that it happens how it's supposed to happen. I've, I remember hearing like your mentor finds you, you don't, you don't go seeking after them, you know, because at that point it's a divine mentorship. It's a divine connection. It's God ordained at that point. Um, where before I was, when I was seeking and thinking, you know, someone was something that I wanted, you know, later on, it'll, it'll end up coming out like, oh, that person, you know, they was kind of shady or, you know, they really not what a, what they saying that they about. But on the outside looking in, it looks that way. And I would just definitely just say, you know, just it. I feel like it, it just comes to you, but don't be afraid. Like I, I was never afraid to reach out to people and talk to people and converse with people and ask questions. Right. Um, but yeah, I feel like mentorship is like a, it's, it's a divine connection. That's all I can really say. Like your yeah. mentor is going to find you because your mentor sees something in you that they want to invest in your your mentor should be investing in it's not just you you taking from the mentor you're I mean the mentor given to you it's it's a two-way street you know just as they sow into you 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 teach your mentor things as well you know yeah. and I don't think people really talk about that part it's always just give 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 your mentor should be giving 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 to you and it's just like it's a two-way street you know you have to give to get you know you have to exactly yeah so that's my biggest I'm not like I said I just you know um received well not received I just you know got into the mentor thing and I just received my mentor so um that was tough because I had been praying to God like I want a mentor Lord like I want somebody you know who can guide me and teach me and you know and I've had people in my life you know who did that but they weren't like a mentor, like they were just good counsel or, you know, good right. advice or, right. you know, seasonal kind of thing. So right. I had right. definitely been praying for that for a long time. So and he finally gave it to me. I guess I had to be in a, a certain mindset to receive it. So, yeah, well, I'm happy that that, you know, worked out for you. Um, so anything new that you have coming up that you're excited about that you want to talk about or just share um, you know, in the future or near future? Yes. Um, I have some really cool things coming up that I've been working on for a very long time. Well, not a very long time. It's been a long time for me, but, um, so I do have, um, my own product that, um, a hair growth oil that I make. Yay. Um, I love it. Thank you. Congrats. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, so I've been selling the oil for about, what, a year and a half now, mm-hmm. um, and I have probably have been sitting on that for, like, a year before I finally put it out there, mm-hmm. um, but 
now my hairline is getting is getting ready to expand. My products are getting ready to expand and I'm in the process of rebranding and like I have like an official name for like my brand and you know um content for it. So I'm really really excited to push that out and introduce, you know, that to everybody because it's become my new my baby. Yeah. And I've been working like super hard on it and super nervous about it and you know it's just been a roller coaster of different emotions but I'm really excited and I can't wait to share that with everybody so be on the lookout for that yeah I, I can't tell you the new name yet I was about I was to say, can, can Pear Craze get the exclusive like name <laughs> <laughs> okay I guess I um it is being trademarked so can nobody uh, take it <laughs> Right, and it'll, it'll probably be a month and a half before the podcast even come out. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's going to be out before the end. Perfect. So, yeah, um, my new brand name is called Purebana. Ooh, okay. Yeah. You got it. Can you tell us how you came up with that name? I love it. Um, Subtitle is Hair Care's Utopia. Okay. So, Purebana is a place for all things um, hair care. And since um, I'm super big on um, healthy hair, healthy lifestyle, well, uh, a conscious being uh, a conscious, healthy person, you know, of course, we all slip up. But yeah, mm-hmm. Purvana is a place of all things pure, natural and all things hair and care and love. And yeah, that's Ooh. the best way I can explain it. Yes, I love it. Oh, yes. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. You're well, the first um outside person that I've told. What? Y'all hear that, family? Y'all hear that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, thank you for sharing. I really, really, really appreciate it. Um, And we will love and cherish and respect that process because I know how it is. We sensitive about our stuff, okay? Yes. So, <laughs> and I had to learn to like coming that way towards your name and the rebrand and all that stuff from us. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, I had to learn too that. Um, and this is big for anybody. Uh, procrastination is just a. Uh, perfectionism is just another form of. Per- procrastination so you know I've been working aimlessly at it instead of you know because I'm I'm, I used to be a perfectionist I don't like to say that no more because like I said it's just another word for procrastinating um and I used to want everything to be perfect and you know it doesn't have to be so no it won't be when I announce it it won't be how I envision in my mind but you know you uh you work towards getting it to where you want it to be you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket and then put it out there you want to grow and you want to learn as you go so exactly 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 because you can put it out there and then be perfect in your eyes and your customers and your the people that you know say okay well we want this you know or we like this a little bit more and that changes the idea of it again so yeah yeah, we got we can't be too too connected to it we definitely gotta put it out there and just get it going so, yeah, it has I'm, to evolve. I'm excited for you. Um, before we end the podcast, we do this thing. We have five quick questions. So we call it the Hair Craze Top Five. Um, so we ask quick questions, 
look for quick responses if possible. It don't always happen, but if okay. you can, that would be great. So are you ready? Okay. Yes, I'm ready. Okay. So the first question is, uh, what is your favorite book? My favorite book, I have two favorite books, um, The Alchemist and The Four Agreements. Oh, both are really good. Yes. Both are really good. Um, what is your favorite tool for building your business or that you use to help build your business? Um, Instagram. <laughs> awesome. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Oh, child. This <laughs> week, <laughs> it's been about four hours. <laughs> Ooh, you need some more rest. I know, girl. Yes. <laughs> And what's one, one thing that you wish you would have known, um, like, before starting your business? What's one thing I wish I would have known before starting my business? Um, give yourself grace. Mm, I love that. And the last thing is, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at the Beauty Guru. That's the B-E-A-U-T-E. G-U-R-U. Perfect. All right. The episode is over. Please leave a review and subscribe up on Apple. It will mean a lot, a lot, a lot to me. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.